So let's review. The Gemara returns to the Mishnah quoted earlier on Daf Mem regarding all mitzvahs taglachas. Amamar, v'kulam shegilchol shloi betar oishes shayrush dei sayrus leosav leklum. All cases of obligatory shaving require a razor, and they are invalidated if two hairs remain. The Gemara derives from this Mishnah another principle. Zayse meres rubai kekulai mideraisa. We can infer from the Mishnah that performing a majority of an halachic process is as effective as carrying out the entire procedure. Because the Pasuk says, the gilach is Rosh Nazar, the Nazar must shave and then reiterates, to teach us, the entire head must be shaved, implying, in comparable halachas, a majority would suffice. The Gemara now discusses when two remaining hairs disqualify etaglachas. If two hairs were left unshaven, and then, the rest of his hair grew back, and he subsequently shaved those two hairs. Is this a valid taglachas or not? Perhaps the shaving of the two last hairs were invalid, because as Tesis explains, since at that point his head was full of hair, cutting those two hairs is not considered giluach. The more questions further, when two hairs are left unshaven, if gilach achas v'nasha achas, he shaved one hair and then the other one fell out. It is certainly considered a giluach since, as Teisus explains, there were two hairs, which is the minimum shir giluach, when he shaved the single hair. However, the Gemara asks, nasha achas v'gilach achas mahu, if one of the two hairs fell out and he then shaved the other hair, is it considered a giluach or not? The Gemara concludes, Even though there's no hair left, he has not fulfilled the mitzvah's giluach, since as Teisvis explains, The first shaving was not complete. And the second time, he only shaved one hair. Another may scrub his hair with Nesser Ba'adama, various cleansing agents, and separate them by hand, but he may not comb them. The Gemara explains that our Mishnah follows the opinion of Reb Shimon that motor. one may perform an action that might result in an Isser as long as he does not do so intentionally. Yet he may not comb because someone who combs also intends to remove any dangling hair, and this is considered intentional. According to some Rishonim, even if it's not intentional, it is a Pesik Reishe inevitable, and Moed Reb Shimon be Pesik Reishe the Aser. Zok the Mishnah, Reb Shimon Leimer, Lo Yachav Ba'adama Mnei Shemasheres Esasar. Reb Shimon forbids shampooing because, as the Rosh explains, it is a Pesik Reishe inevitably resulting in Iser. Vigmar wonders whether his reason is Mnei Shehi Masheres Esasar, because it actually removes the hair, and therefore Adama Deloi Masra a type of shampoo that does not do so would be permitted, and he forbids all shampoo because of those that do make the hair fall out. The Gemara says, take away, leaving the question unresolved. A Nazar is only liable once for drinking wine many times, unless if he received separate warnings for each transgression, he's liable for a corresponding number of malchus. Similarly, 
He's liable separately for each shaving if he was warned each time, and the same applies for the Isr The Gemara explains that once a Nazar is tummy, he does not cause additional tumma by touching a corpse again. If so, how can he be liable for a second tumma? The Pasik says, clearly forbidding a Nazar from becoming tummy. The Pasik on Nefesh adds an additional prohibition not to enter any roofed area that contains Tumma. However, Rabbi says that Tumma v'tumma loy, he's not liable for coming into contact with Tumma when he is already Tummy. Rabbi Yesub, on the other hand, maintains he is liable for both transgressions in this case as well, as we see from another statement of Rav Huna, Nazar if a Nazar is in a cemetery, and therefore obviously tummy, and he then touches another corpse, he's liable for the second transgression. In this case as well, he's already tummy. And the Jafuna says that he's liable for both transgressions. The Gemara now brings contradictory proofs. On the one hand, we have a Bryce that says, if a kain, while holding a corpse, touches another corpse, he is not liable for touching the second corpse because the Pasik says, He may not profane his holiness. Since in this case he is already profaned, he is not liable. On the other hand, our Mishnah states clearly, He is liable for coming into contact with Tumma multiple times. The Gemara answers, it depends if he was still in contact with the first corpse when he touched the second. Taisus explains that one is only liable for a second transgression if there was a Taisus Tumma, an extra degree of Tumma added by contacting the second corpse. The halacha is, If someone touches a person who is in contact with a corpse at that moment, he becomes Tumma for seven days, while if he touches that person after he lets go of the corpse, he's only Tumma for one day. Therefore, the Brisa was discussing Bichiburin, and so he is Machul Vo'imit. However, our mission is discussing Shaloi Bichiburin when he touches a corpse after having let go of the first, and therefore, Inka Machul Vo'imit Elotesafis. It is in addition to his Toma, since he can now be Metami others to a greater degree while touching the second corpse, and so he is liable for the second transgression. The Gemara adds, even though we find that Loi Amr Toma Bichiburin Elo Litruma Bekadishem, this halacha was not said in regards to a Nazar or someone who wants to bring a carbon Pesach, indicating that it's only a Tumad Rabbonan. There are two explanations. Taisis here explains that Chiburi Adam B'mes is Midairaisa because this is a case of two people, where the second person is touching the first person who is in contact with the mess. However, Chiburi Adam B'adam is Midrabanan because this is a case of three people, where the third person is touching the second person who is merely touching the first person who is in contact with the mess. Rashi Misat Zabadizara explains that both cases are of two people. However, Chiburi Adam B'mes is Midairaisa because the second person is touching the first person while he is in contact with the mess. However, Chiburi Adam B'adam is Midrabanan 
because the second person is touching the first person after he let go of the mess.